I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two favorite hosts, I'm D, and this is my donkey boy, AJ. We're coming at you with Season 6, Episode 4, No Arms, No Problem. You know what? It's a survival story today. So strap in, get ready, and find us on Instagram, at Points Pressure. Let's get to it, cuties. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. First one of the season. We're here for it. Yeah. I I mean, if you don't have, uh, if you're not subscribed to us on Patreon, I was shamed in the last episode for not having a survival story ready. So here we are. We're yeah, back. Yeah. And I, he, he, fi- got he, it. he listens to the whims of those. Yes. You know, of, of those. Of one fan. Of one fan. <laughs> yeah. Of those we are beholden to. One yes. of them. <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a good one today. How was your week? How was your clinical? It's been it's been busy. That clinical was so long ago. Oh yeah, so I was in postpartum. We had four patients. We discharged three of them. The fourth <laughs> one was totally fine, but wanted to stay because you know kid needed a little bit more time. Good. So they sent home the nurse I was with, and I just stayed <laughs> and just out. did homework. Fucking piddled around. I did the entire week of homework besides the the uh, the assignment that I'm doing right now. Damn, not bad. <laughs> and it's mostly done. I'm just kind of arranging well, a PowerPoint I mean, as yeah. we're doing this. So. It's, it's my episode, so you're so not going to pay episode. attention yeah, anyway. No exactly. worries. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Oh, good so shit. how's your week? You doing anything fun? Uh, I mean, yeah. We fucking had a... I don't know if you remember this, but yesterday, we... You, me... And the Goyles had a double date. I don't know if you remember. No, no. I don't remember this at all. You'll have to <laughs> tell me all about it. No, we fucking went out and we watched that new M. Night Shyamalan movie. Shyamalan? I don't know. It's Shyamalan. It's Shyamalan. You can just say Shyamalan. Uh, Knock at the Cabin Door? Knock at the Cabin Door with Dave Bautista. Yeah. Fucking. And, it... and Rupert Grint. Yeah. And, and Ron the guy, Weasley. And the guy from Mindhunter. <laughs> Yeah, that you realize like an hour after. after the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, good movie. Obviously, if you've read the book, I read the differences between the two. Mm-hmm. A little different, like uh, yeah, definitely a different, that. like more. It leaves you with more ambiguity in the book. Obviously, yeah, that, that's what I heard. Um, I'll tell you about him after, so that I don't spoil it for anybody that wants to go see it. Honestly. I thought it was interesting. It's yeah. it's definitely not like a, if you're really really tired, don't go see it because it's it's a lot of dialogue, but it's still really fucking riveting and good. Yeah, I liked it. I I think I'm glad I saw it in the theater. Yeah, it's probably one of those movies. Would I go out and watch it again if someone's paying? Yeah. If someone's like, hey, come watch this. Okay, but I don't know if I'll yeah. seek it out again because you know those movies are kind of. Anything by M. Night Shyamalan, it's kind of like yeah. a one and done because you kind of know what they're going for towards the end. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how he makes his movies. I feel like the only thing would be like maybe like the first like opening credits scene. I feel like they had a few little like not spoilers, but little Easter eggs in the opening credits when they're showing the newspapers. But past that, it's it really is one where it's like once you figure out the twist. 
you're like, oh, okay, well, cool. Now I know. Yeah, awesome. Good story. Movie's over. Great job. But yeah, still worth a watch. Like yeah, yeah, it if, was very well done. If you don't go see it in theaters, it's it's not like uh, watch it on Netflix. It's not one where it's like, oh, I have to have Dolby Digital Surround Sound. Like it's it's still a good watch. Um, Dave Bautista though, dude, holy shit! I every time I see that dude in an, in another newer movie. I like him more. I yeah. think like he did a phenomenal job being like he was very <laughs> emotional. He was very like, unsettling. Unsettling with, while not really knowing body. what the fuck is going on. Just yeah. because of, you know, how he looks yeah. with the tattoos and He's being huge. Big guy. Super unsettling. But at the same time, they also gentle giant. The thing is thing. the thing I really liked about his casting, and I know that this is like we're not a fucking movie review podcast, yeah. but fuck you, I like movies. Yeah, movies are fun. We should um, do a movie review podcast. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like the first five minutes of every episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll just end up cutting it. Um but I feel like they didn't rely on his size. Yeah. Yeah. Like it up, wasn't it wasn't like like they could have cast anybody else in that role, and it would have worked, but his performance is what worked, not like, it's not like he was the big guy. Yeah, yeah, like, it's it's not like any uh, The Rock movie, Yeah, where they hire him to be a big guy. To be the big, big, no, intimidating dude. Guy, it was like, you, you could have cast fucking, like, Harry Styles, and dude could have done the same performance. But, I mean, not the same performance. Yeah. They could have done the same role. Could have it played the same character. It was yes. not dependent on, on his size. physical looks at all. Yeah, and he but did. it definitely helped. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> it helps really with like good. yeah, yeah. But good. By all means, check it out. Uh, I got AJ into a Nike store, a fucking Corpo store. Ugh. No, I, I got a forced, jacket. Forced you to buy something. Good job. How do you like it? Was it was on clearance. That's how you wearing it today. Oh, it was so comfortable. Yeah, I'm going to wear it to my clinical tomorrow yeah. because it's the same color as my scrubs. Oh, hell yeah. So I can get away with it. Good shit. I should wear my Crocs. Yeah, you should. <laughs> as well. Do it. No. Great Into a man. hospital? Are you shitting me? The <laughs> second that happens, I'm going to get blood shit just, and uh, Just wrap them over. in. Wrap your feet in saran wrap. That'll be okay oh, yeah. for being on your feet Very all day. sweaty. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. Blistery, maybe. You're, you're a dry boy. You don't sweat yeah, your feet. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was a good time. Yeah, it was good. We uh, walked around a little bit, had some din-dins. Froze a little bit, had some some white girl, white girl din- dinner. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Surprisingly filled ourselves up on, on white girl food. So, um, yeah. But yeah, no, no, we we had a blast nice for little, sure. Nice little sandwich and salad. Soup oh and yeah, salad. you got to get that half half cob. Mm. <laughs> it was good though. No, it was. All right, well, let's get into. Well, it. Well, I guess we'll get into it. So, yeah. arms or something like. So, is this an anti-gun survival story? Yeah. Because no arms, no problem. Yes. Yeah. Yep. No, <laughs> no bearing of your arms. <laughs> No problem. What is this? Yeah. What is this? Some kind of communist authoritarian <laughs> regime? <laughs> Jesus. All right. So to start it off in a very positive light and along the same lines, John Wayne Thompson. Ooh, what a name. Yeah, you better believe he was named after John Wayne, the actor. Uh, so he's John Wayne Thompson is an 18-year-old kid uh, living in North Dakota in 1992. Mind you, this whole episode. Is going to happen in January in North Dakota. Like, this shit is... In what year? 1992. <laughs> uh, 
It's a fucking, it's cold, man. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, he's named after John Wayne, the actor. If you would like an interesting story on John Wayne. Oh, yeah, there uh, you Check go. out the St. George, the, the oh, King of St. George. Destructor. Yeah, so it's like season the two. The Destroyer of St. George. St. George's Destroyer, something yeah, like that. I don't know. Look it it's up. It's good, though. Look it up. Uh, so, wild story has nothing to do with this, though. No, um, not, nothing at all. Now, John worked on, didn't work on, but his family, obviously, they're in North Dakota in the 90s, so you live on a f- on a farm. Yeah, it's and, North Dakota. I mean, that's today. <laughs> right. So, I mean, pretty standard stuff. It's not like this huge industrial farm or anything. It's not like they have like 400 fucking acres of land or whatever. Uh it's kind of just like a small family-esque thing. So, John's regular days are like tending pigs, working on the tractor, fucking Tilling the fields, picking cotton, whatever. I don't fucking know what they grow there. So corn, on, probably. Yeah, corn. So probably corn to feed the pigs, I would assume. So on January 11th, uh, John's feeding the pigs. And, I mean, it's just another fucking standard day. Uh, the family dog is with John. And so John's kind of playing with him while he's feeding the pigs. Uh, like I said, normal day. Uh, John, I think he, he just had, I think he was an only child. I'm not positive if he, if he had siblings, but the rest of the family is out. Uh, John didn't finish his fucking chores in time, so he had to stay God back. God damn it, John. And feed the pigos. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, normal fucking day, dogs hanging out, feeding the pigs isn't generally this taxing, like, you need to be locked in when feeding the pig's task. So, yeah, John's fucking around, playing with the dog a little bit, dumping dumping shit into the feeder. Um, but feeding the pigs, like, it's, it's a little weird. Like, I mean, not weird, but they've got one of those fucking pig feed augers. And uh, so... They have, if you don't know what they look like, it's okay. I had to look up, look it up on Google Images. So don't feel ashamed if you have to as well. Now, uh, the pig feed auger is basically like uh, you empty the feed into this funnel, and then it goes into like the actual motor that kind of helps break up pieces of it. It's cold. It's fucking January. So okay, rather than just dumping slop fr- in, you got to like yeah, break yeah, you're it not, down. Yeah, it's not like walking over and just throwing literal garbage into pig troughs. Like they have a system for it. Um, so you dump it into the funnel. The funnel feeds into this part that kind of, it twists around. It's called like the what was it? Uh, I wrote it down somewhere. It's like the PTO. It's like a fucking motor shaft that it goes into that helps break it up so that it can fit into the auger piece that feeds it through the tubes. Now, if you don't know what an auger is, also okay. Spinny drill bit. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> imagine like a pipe that has like a, a spiral coil around it. And it as it twists, it'll basically like push stuff forward kind of acts as like a propeller in a way but instead of air it's yeah shit pushing it's pushing pig feet out and mm-hmm. it's so that it can lift it upwards 
if that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, where's Just Google my... auger. That's yeah, going to be a lot up, easier Look than up verbally... a pig feed auger. Yeah. And if you still don't get it, listen to my really bad description. Um, <laughs> it works. It yeah. works. Now, uh, like most home run farm equipment, these don't go through like regular every like quarter safety checks or anything. No, it's North Dakota. Yeah, it's fucking safety checks are communist. It's North Dakota. It's the nineties, and it's a home run farm. Like they're not selling corn to like Kroger for God's sakes. So, uh, the Obviously, things are going to go a little bit overlooked. I'm not going to shame anybody for that. We should probably have a fucking guard over the table saw that we have. Who gives a fuck? It's weird no, shit like that. I actually removed the guard from... Oh, you did? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's trash. It it was such trash. Yeah. See, that's what I mean, is it's like, it's... it's it, you don't have to go through all these fucking like OSHA safety checks to own this stuff. No, it's really yeah, easy. You own, fact, your, you own your own fucking thing. Came... You teach the people that are using it how to use it without like killing themselves. And generally, you're okay. No, the saw that we have actually came without the guard attached. Like it wasn't installed. Oh, it was just really? on the side. Just, and they were like, like, hey, install put it, on. it. You should install this. And you're like, okay. We are not liable if you do not. <laughs> yeah, you just toss it out the window. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, exactly. Um, but that being said, if you do own some of that crazy equipment, be fucking safe with it. Don't be an idiot. Um, because we like having you as a listener, and if you die using that equipment, we don't have you as a listener anymore. So. Yeah, and that sucks. Yeah, for us and maybe you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, usually on every other day of the week, John has his shirt tucked into his, his blue jeans, uh, but since he's playing around with the dog, his shirt probably got a little bit loose. Now, yeah. while he's turned away, his shirt gets past an area that would normally have a safety shield in most other situations <laughs> and he gets wrapped up around the pto which stands for power takeoff shaft there will be a quiz afterwards oh very good take notes uh I'm so on it. his shirt gets wrapped up in the power takeoff shaft which is in that like motorized area and i mean this isn't like a small pig setup or a small pig pig auger setup it's a fairly big machine and uh, so his shirt gets caught in it, and the last thing that John can remember from before all of this is him spinning around the fucking shaft, which if you've seen other auger oh. videos on Live Leak of Russian men working in factories next to uh, <laughs> just... Yeah. And I mean, metal shops. Yeah, metal, like, like... Dude, metal lathes are crazy. Yeah, dude, like, that shit'll turn you to a mist fast as fuck. Um, so, yeah, John gets pulled into this thing, spun around like like crazy, and uh, he fucking blacks out from the pain, from the blood loss, whatever, and the next thing he knows is waking up, and his dog is sitting there just fucking licking his face. And John's like, what the fuck? Like, groggy as shit. Goes to push the dog away, but he can't. Um, both of John's arms were torn off just below the shoulder. Nice. Uh, each side, both arms, 
strewn about in the room. They're still intact, but like that shit's mm. it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. So John <laughs> John kind of sits back and is like, well, fuck. Shit. Yeah, he's leaning up against a tractor tire, sits back, puts his head against it, and he's like, well, how the hell do I get out of this <laughs> goddamn mess? So The pigs are already feeding yeah, on his yeah. arms. Pigs are already <laughs> fucking, those are gone. No. Uh, <laughs> so he leans himself back against the tractor tire, props himself up on his two legs, and this is a farm. Like, neighbors are fucking miles away. So John stumbles out of the little farm, and his house is about 100 yards away. So fucking armless, John stumbles over to the house. Uh, he can't. He can't get in because he can't turn the doorknob. Right. <laughs> that is his. Shit. That is his biggest hurdle. Step one: get inside the house. How the fuck are you gonna get in the house, AJ? Uh, kick the door. I don't know. You don't have any arms. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna get into your fucking house? Doors are closed. It's fucking January. Like I'm gonna kick a window. Windows aren't open or anything. You're just gonna I'm break gonna open a window and fucking window. climb through. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's, yeah, I mean, Project Zomboid. It. Yeah, it's a fair point. Uh, kick out a window. Uh, John. He goes a little bit more simple. Uh, John's John's a little more thoughtful about the things his parents own. <laughs> just <laughs> I'm just kidding. But John actually. Uh, goes up to the fucking door and he grabs onto the doorknob with his mouth and fucking twists Ugh. and opens the door. Ugh. Can you imagine? Imagine. My so teeth. when I read that, I thought about the whole like light bulb challenge that people were doing Ew, where they'd get no. fucking lockjaw. And I was like, that shit, that's what would happen to me. Yeah. I would happen to have like too large of a doorknob and my mouth would get stuck on it mm-hmm. and I would just fucking bleed out with my mouth wrapped around the doorknob. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> my my parents get home and they're like, what the You're fuck? And I'm just there. armless hanging on the doorknob. Jesus. So we, uh, speaking of which, we need to you know the thumbprint scanner on the back door here. Yeah. We need to imprint our nose tips into it just in case, <laughs> just to be safe, just in case yeah. we lose an arm or both our our arms. Or you just pick up your arm with your mouth and then. Hey, there you go. There. Slap it on. Bada bing. That'll work. <laughs> so, so yeah, twists the fucking doorknob with his mouth. Gets inside. Now his next big problem is calling 911. And it's 1992, so you don't have these fucking fancy, you don't have them fancy, fancy Apple iPhones to that are touched to use your nose to dial the phone. Hell no. So, what are you going to do? Not in my America. What are you going to do, AJ? How the fuck are you going to so call 911? It's a landline, probably. Yep. Probably up on the wall. So, you knock it off Yep. with your face, and then you, you peck 911 with your nose. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... John takes a little bit extra time doing this. Of one. course, he does. I don't agree. He's a I don't agree with his approach, but I mean, it's effective if maybe you have like a a big wide nose or something. So John actually goes and picks up a pencil with his mouth and pushes the pushes the keys. I mean, in. all right, it works. You can it works, see yeah. It. Uh, and then after the call. You know, John is the most fucking thoughtful dude. I swear yeah, to God. Yeah, how kind of him is this yeah, No, time? just wait for it. And so <laughs> after the call, uh, John is 
he's starting to realize that he's bleeding out pretty fucking badly. Yeah, no shit. He's delirious. Yeah, he's he literally. That's why he's taking so much time. He's with every heartbeat. It's (laughs) out both arms, not just like one spot. Um, and he realizes that he's standing in the same room that his mom just had. She just got new fucking carpet. So John's like, oh, my God, I can't. How the hell do you get blood out of carpet? This is Ugh. That's a complicated process. So he thinks, I know. I'll just go sit down in the bathtub. I'll keep all my blood oh, in the how bathroom. Nice. How nice. I'll keep it off of mom's new carpet. That way they don't have stains of me to remember forever after I fucking die of blood loss. And then the police walk in. Yeah. He's in the bathtub full of blood, dead. <laughs> Suicide. He tore off both of his <laughs> he arms. Tore off, he tore off the second arm with his teeth and threw it in the barn. <laughs> so, yeah, John fucking stumbles into the bathroom, sits down in the bathtub. But on the way to the bathroom, John makes a very painful mistake. Uh, he has a fucking nerve ending hanging out of his arm. Ooh. And he bumps into the fucking counter. Oh, and this is... I cannot imagine. Oh, my God, dude. I, I've i recently read about, like, fucking loose nerve endings and shit. Oof. That stuff, it makes my skin crawl more yeah, than, like, so oh, terrible. a splinter up under your fingernail. No, no. Like, I, that's fine. Yeah, it's still, I, would, I would take that in all ten fingers and all ten before toes. Before one nerve bumping into a Before one exposed frame. nerve ending and just, like... Smashing that with my body weight against a Oof. fucking like countertop. So, yeah, he bumps into this fucking countertop, and his mind just starts fucking. Sp- I mean, this is the most pain you'll experience. Like, yeah. imagine, imagine if you will, both of your arms have been removed. That's painful enough. Yeah, that's a that's but, painful enough. But you go into shock. Yeah, the you thing know, is, like his like, arms, okay. his arms are gone, and he's still still able to go. He bumps this fucking nerve ending, and his and brain, lose, yeah. like he starts getting fucking dizzy. He's like, "I'm gonna faint. This is fucking miserable." The dude doesn't have any fucking arms. Like his arms were on his body five minutes ago, and a nerve ending bumped is the worst fucking pain Ugh. you'll ever have. So he stumbles into the fucking bathtub. He's getting dizzy as shit. It might have to do with all the lost blood. Might have to do with bumping the nerve ending. But he basically, like, he doesn't pass out, but he's just fucking woozy as shit in that tub. Bleeding out. He's having a nice little bloodbath. Um, And the EMTs show up. They pick him up and he remembers on the drive like to the the ER uh he's getting mad at him because they're cutting off his fucking cowboy boots and he's like I just bought these these are brand new and it's like bro these things are probably full of blood they got to make oh, sure everything sure. else is okay you got sucked into a fucking like auger dude they yeah. got to make sure everything's good i'm sure that his legs aren't in tip top shape either uh so yeah, he's getting all pissed off at him for cutting off his cowboy boots. Um, and they're saying, like, dude, there is literally no fucking blood in you. How the fuck are you alive? And he's over here on the, on the bed in the in the ambulance, and he's like, 
oh shit, you gotta turn around. I think I left the fucking tractor on. Like this oh dude, my God. he is. Is he an idiot or is he considerate? <laughs> I, I it's can't your tell vote. yet. I can't tell. Um, and he looks over and he realizes that there's one one EMT there that has like a fucking black garbage bag, and he's like. What the fuck? I know what's in that bag. And it's got it. I mean, yeah, it's got his fucking arms yeah. in there. So uh, he gets laid down on a table in the emergency room, and he remembers his arms being like a couple feet above his head. Mm-hmm. And he, like, I can't even imagine like the phantom pains oh that God. you would have. I can't. Yeah. With your arms, like you can see them. Yeah. You have seen them. You know they're in the same room. They're not there, but you can still feel them. Like, I, I fucking crazy. But I also don't know how quickly, like, that stuff ascends on your mind. There's a lot of trauma going on right there. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. They load him onto a plane to rush him to Minneapolis because, I mean, it's North. there's no yeah. fucking, there are no doctors in North Dakota, dude. Uh, all there no. is is... <laughs> Is a homie down the road who can yeah. suck the snake bite yeah. venom out your penis. There, there's a guy who knows how to put a pig intestine back into a pig, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah, that's that's as far that's as it goes. Extent of of medicine in North Dakota right now, uh, in 2023 as well. So, <laughs> yeah, they put him on a plane to fucking Minneapolis, and John, if you haven't noticed up to this point, is a he's led a fairly simple life. So this is John's first. First time in first Minneapolis? Flight. No, oh. first flight. How nice. This is the first time flying anywhere. And he's uh he's a little nervous, but he's also really excited. And so he turns to the EMTs and he's like, hey. They gave him morphine at this point, oh, right? Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. He's probably, I'm sure. That's he's why he's totally so excited. Up, yeah. So they're like, we're going to fly you out. And he turns to him. He's like, can you prop me up so I can watch out the window while we fly? And they're like. <laughs> No. You're going to pass out. <laughs> You're going to fucking... deprive your brain of blood. It's going to be if amazing if you survive the yeah. flight to Minneapolis. And so he's he's fucking butthurt about that. He's like, I can't look out the window on my first flight. Like, dude, you're going to have plenty more. It'll be fine if you could survive this. Uh, and he starts telling the med staff, he's like, my arms are really cold. My arms are cold. Yeah, no shit. And they're like, dude, you don't have any fucking arms. They're not cold. They, You don't have them. And he's like, I know, but they're freezing. And Homeboy says they're freezing because they're on ice in the front of the plane. Oh, my God. Dude's making he's jokes. He's high as shit, and he's making jokes. That's great. Like, what the fuck? I would be passed out strictly from, like, terror. It wouldn't yeah. even be pain. I'd be like, this is the end. Even if they get these things back on, I don't want them. Just kill me. <laughs> I had to spend time without an appendage. I'm out. And so he he's making fucking dad jokes all the way to Minneapolis. Uh, <laughs> they arrive at North Memorial Hospital, and they manage to get his, his arms reattached. Damn. Uh, the biggest caveat, though, is that, one, during recovery... They have to put him into a coma because, oh, yeah. like, you're not going to be able to recover your arms if you're awake for a month. Like, you you, you can't move you gotta, your fucking yeah. arms. You can't. But the instinct to move your arms is going to be yeah, there, and it's there when you're sleeping. Oof. Like, it's not just like, yeah. oh, you're awake all day and we'll like fasten your arms in place so that you can't move them. Like, you move any part of your body, your arms are going to react. 
So yeah, they throw him into a fucking month long coma. Uh, the other thing is that a lot of his motor movement is gone. So he, he obviously that's going to be the case, but he has to go through months of, oh, of tons, therapy. Yeah. And uh, he, to this day, isn't able to like open his hand for like normal shit, but he can still like move his arms, move his wrists and yeah. everything. He just doesn't have fine motor function. I mean, that's pretty, pretty, pretty obvious. I mean, at this point, it's just a fucking miracle that the dude is alive. Like, if yeah. he didn't have arms, it would be like, okay, wow, what a survival story. The fact that he has use of said removed arms that are his own and not off of a fucking, like, cadaver that somebody sold, yeah. <laughs> like, a year before that have been on ice. So, yeah, I, I call it a win. Yeah, I, I think that's a double, yeah. Uh, let's see. However, during his month-long coma, oh, shit. Jesus. Uh, during his month-long coma, he actually gets a massive, massive blood infection. Oh, yeah, uh, from all the pig feed that <laughs> was forced into his body. Yeah, it's just just pig feed stuck in some of the veins, yeah. and they slapped it back on there, and they super glued his arms back yeah, on. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they didn't use any kind of antiseptic at all. They just jammed the arms back there and taped them on. That's why they had to take him to Minneapolis, because yeah. the North Dakota doctor just duct taped him back on and was like, it'll, it'll grow it'll together, grow it'll be fine. fine. Be like that lizard tail can get back to off. work on Monday. Be like that lizard tail I pulled yeah. off a few years ago. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so he has his massive blood infection, almost fucking dies while in a coma, uh, but he makes it out. And over the next couple of months, I mean, this is the 90s. They run fucking wild with this story. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Uh, and I don't blame him. Like, it is a really crazy story of somebody surviving just by, like, a tragic farm accident. How many stories do you know of people that lost both of their arms? And managed to still survive and get both arms back. Mm -hmm. uh, Not many. <laughs> right? Uh, cameras and fucking reporters and everybody. Journalists are going crazy. Uh, the boy who lived. Oh, uh, nice. Manages to survive and make it to his high school graduation in May 1992. Uh, and he... Uh, we'll get into that part, but... Like, it's just, it's a madhouse at his school. Uh, they, like, record the whole thing. It's, like, national, I'm sure that's exactly what he wants. National news and shit. They'll show the whole fucking, everyone in the nation will go crazy when John Wayne Thompson walks through and, and accepts his diploma. he's got for this. Yeah, for real. Like, it feels like American propaganda. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, now... After he graduates, he actually gets flown out to D.C., uh, and he meets the Clintons. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Bill was planning on asking him for a hand job, but realized that he couldn't open his hand. Okay, so the fucking power went out last night. If you notice the uh, audio got a little fucky there, it's because it has been 24 hours since AJ and I last sat down across from one another at this table. Ugh. It's been a fun night. It has been <laughs> it has been a very stressful, shitty day because I probably could have checked on this, but I was like, I know you have your clinical, so I was like, I'm not gonna text you and be like, Hey, what's the password for the the fucking computer? I'm pretty sure you have it saved. No, I deleted the message oh after God. you sent it to me before. I mean, that's good. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate yeah, no. that. But uh but yeah. 
So all day I've been like, I'm just gonna wait for him to get home, and let's he can pull it up, and we'll out. find out if we have to re-record everything. As you can tell, we didn't have to. Thank God. Adobe, we, yeah. fucking what program is this? Ad- I, Adobe Audition. Yeah, better than. Can you imagine? If we were still on Audacity. If Audacity had, hadn't uh, fucked us over like six months ago, ooh, this would have been, been bad. This would have been a way worse night. Yeah, we, we only lost about five minutes rather than the entire episode. Yeah, which we, we were expecting to have lost the, the entire full episode. episode. And I was like, Bruh, I As... don't want to record this bullshit. Yeah, so apparently the there was a, a power surge or flicker of sorts. We didn't notice it. A couple minutes passed by. Another one happened where everything shut down. We panicked. And then the power was out until like 3.30 in the goddamn yeah. morning. And I and was I, up until then. Yep, I was I, up till 5, just like, fuck. <laughs> I, I was able to re- truly fall asleep once the power came back on. And then I was up to be at my clinical at 5.30. Fuck that. Which, got home from the clinical, did my, my standard hour and a half to two hour post-clinical nap. I got some mental health homework that I need to do tonight. That I'm I'm just gonna write it on myself. So you did. I'm get going your... through a mental, a mental health yeah, break right. right now. You got your stuff submitted last night. Yeah. Though, right? Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. See, that's how like crazy this has been. So last night, yeah. during the episode, I was just like I had finished all my writing, but I had to arrange it all into a PowerPoint. So I was doing I was arranging a PowerPoint during the episode. The power shut off. My laptop was already running on battery, and it's got like a 3060 in there. So it does not last long <laughs> yeah, on battery. Yeah, I feel that. So I'm panicking. I'm like, I got to finish this. Fuck. I got to finish this as quick as possible. Battery power on this is like fucking two minutes. Yeah, I got I got 10 minutes max, <laughs> and there's no internet. I got to hook up my phone, yeah. and I did get that one turned in. I'm probably going to get 50% on that, and it's worth 20% of my grade. So you I'll, should, get, I'll pass you the 90. You should definitely reach out and be like, my power went out halfway through this, so I wasn't able to fully go back through and. No, nah, I'm not going to say a single oh, word. Because if I say something, they'll actually read it. Oh, I texted my boss last night, and I was like, "Hey, power's out. I might not be working tomorrow." Power came back on at three thirty. I woke up that. at like eight, and was like, "Huh, power's been fine." And I called in. I call, and they're like, "Please provide your name, the date." The reason for uh, your call and your supervisor's name, and I, I fucked it up so bad. Like they yeah. tell me, and I just hang up. <laughs> and I called oh, back, so I was like, "Okay, one, I need to check the date. What's my fucking name?" Why did you choose again? to wake and bake before you called? <laughs> I, I didn't. I wish I had, but called and like gave everything in like the worst fucking way. And, uh, You're like, what's my name? Yeah, and you it was just like, give, uh, uh, D, AJ D, from D, PP? D something. It's Monday, February 6th. Uh, Monday, February fucking, 7th. My reason uh, I don't have power. It was like, and it's like me just waking up. So I'm like, oh my God. Uh, I'm, yeah, that's exactly uh, it. Uh, it's Monday, the 6th of February. Uh, I don't have um, power, internet, and this is my manager's name. And I just hung up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, whatever. But, yeah. So I got the day off, slept in late as fuck because I fell asleep, like, on the wrong side of early. Yeah. Okay. So to pick up where we left off, uh, sorry that this feels really 
disjointed and you guys were locked into the episode and then all of a sudden you're not. So he goes to meet the Clintons in D.C., like I said. Um, uh, insert about five minutes of blowjob yeah, jokes uh, that we did last night. Bill Clinton blowjob jokes, Bill Clinton sexual uh, harassment jokes. Yeah. Hand jobs under the fucking Oval Office table. Oval Office table. <laughs> yeah, all sorts of shit. Uh, and uh, he ends up actually singing the national anthem at the start of a Minnesota Twins game, and he gets to meet his favorite player, Kirby Puckett. Oh. Yeah, real fucking name. And well, it really rolls of off course, the tongue. Very of memorable. Of course, John Wayne Thompson is a fan of, like, he's like, my old-time favorite player is Kirby Puckett. <laughs> I don't know who Kirby Puckett is. I'm sure there are people that are like, wow, he changed the game. Fuck you. Um, okay. So, uh, during an interview with John in 2021, a bit of a time wow. skip. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot this happened in the yeah, 90s. Yeah. Uh, he barely remembers any of this. Um, oh, I bet the whole that whole yeah. time period is a blur. I bet they, mm-hmm. they were like, yeah. head trauma doesn't exist and doesn't cause memory problems. Yeah, and... the amount of fucking blood loss that he went through, well, the plus the blood, blood infection. Loss, the blood so... infection, plus all the trauma to the oh, brain. Oh, my God, yeah, like you're, dude. You're, remember, he spun around an yeah, auger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, thump, 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 thump. Yeah. That's brain, a major concussion. That brain is That's just brain sloshing in there. Oh, yeah. Uh like, but yeah, he doesn't. Like vodka and a he shaker. doesn't remember meeting the Clintons. He doesn't remember his high school graduation. He does not remember the like Twins game. There are interviews on like sixty minutes that he doesn't remember because sixty Damn. minutes is the big fucking thing in the nineties. Uh, there's like I can't even imagine like. How much his fucking body went through during that time? That's a lot of trauma. Uh, so uh, he ends up like during around this time, shortly after, like he remembers what I'm going to talk about here because this is what he talks about in the the interview that I read of him. Uh, he ended up speaking all over the country, doing like motivational speak speeches. Hey, if you lose your arms, this is what you can do. Survival speeches, whatever. Uh, and any of the money that he made, he sent over to the United Blood Services because he was like, they are what saved my life. It was like without. Damn, what like, a bro. He's like, blood was what I needed. Even if they didn't get my arms back on my body, if I didn't have blood donations, he'd, I would have fucking dead. died. Yeah. So do a blood donation. Do, do you a should. Fucking you blood really drive. should. Uh. And about 10 years after the incident, he wrote a book called Home in One Piece, uh, which... He was not home in uh, one piece. Well, he came home in one piece, mm. but he left home in three I'm pieces. I'm sure he left a lot of nerve <laughs> tissue around. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, and he actually has plans to make his experience into a movie, but that one's kind of iffy. My guess is that it's just like a quick little How I Survived tidbit. That's probably what will get picked up. It's going to be a, a YouTube original. Yeah. <laughs> a Hulu original. <laughs> um, and his story actually saved a kid in Arkansas who uh, this kid got his hand sucked into a, a chicken feed and it like ground them up to fucking Ooh, nothing. Oh, yeah. Um, the kid initially was like, the kid was like 11 or 12 years old, I think. 
And after it happened, the kid just like sat down in the chicken coop and was like, well, this is how I die. Like, there's a door there. How the fuck do I get out? But he remembered the story of ah, John Wayne Thompson. And so he used his mouth to open up the door, uh, which strangely had a fucking dildo instead of a handle. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, it had to come to, <laughs> to open for some reason. I probably shouldn't make a fucking dildo joke about an 11 or 12-year-old kid. Never mind. Actually, I rescind that. It was a normal uh, door that. handle. It was a normal door. Normal door it handle. Was a French door. It was a yeah. French door. He was very wealthy. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's been I a fucking. It's that. been a day Sorry. for my brain. It's, Sorry about oh that. Oh my god. So uh, yeah, the kid managed to fucking save himself as well. But I highly doubt they were able to put his hands back on. Maybe. Uh, Probably not. And yeah, uh, at a book signing, this is my favorite part of the whole interview. At a book signing, this fucking guy tried to fight John because John wouldn't shake his hand. The guy walks up and yeah, no like, shit, he's he like, shake his hand. And John's like, I can't, like, I'm not gonna shake your hand because he can't open his fucking hands, yeah. dude. What are you, are you gonna do, limp fish me? Yeah, he. I guess he's had like a handful of oh, hand. <laughs> uh, he's had a couple of people like get just super shitty about. You got like two arms that ain't certain broken? Certain little oh. things, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the story of fucking John Wayne Thompson. I, I love the amount of times I've wanted to say John Wayne Gacy in this so many times has been a struggle. I've thought that every time you've said his name. <laughs> I go, John Wayne, and my brain's like, Thompson, 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 Thompson Gacy, 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 Gacy. I'm like, oh, fuck that. Fuck, that. fuck. <laughs> Thompson. Um... So yeah, that's the episode. We fucking did it. We're sorry. I mean, I'm not terribly sorry that it's a day late. No, I, I'm sorry. It's a day late. Um, like, it's just an unfortunate circumstance. It sucks. Yeah. The uh, the weather fucking sucks. Yeah. Let's have. I feel like this is gonna be kind of a a normal occurrence with the way the uh, environment is headed. I hope not. I don't I know not. a lot about it, but there were it was thousands of people were impacted. And it was a problem with a substation. So oh, I see. there was a car accident. This is the fucking neo Nazis again. Maybe it's the neo Nazis <laughs> in North North Carolina. Oh, fucking Ugh. Utah neo Nazis. Um, but yeah, sorry that this came out a little bit late. But thank you for sticking around and listening to it on well, Tuesday. Th- this is what of Monday. Yeah, this is what happens. When you peer pressure D into doing a topic that he's not ready for. What? You got peer pressured to do a survival story. Yeah. And the now power wouldn't have God's fucking gone out. Wrath yeah. My might it us. My sweet Lord baby Jesus wouldn't have done this to me if I had gotten to choose my own topic, but instead I was shamed. Our I was six pound, shamed into six doing pound, this. Six pound, two ounce bearded baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Out in the manger with the donkey and a zebra or something. Uh, yeah, this wouldn't have happened if I didn't. Yeah. If I wasn't legally and obligated and forced into doing a survival story. You know who the fuck you are. Yeah. All right, you got All Patreon. Right, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be short, sweet, and to the point. Patreon.com forward slash points of pressure. Extra episode a month, bunch of extra other stuff too. Uh, we got the board. I had to open it. The chair people, of course, uh, they they make all the decisions. So yeah. if you don't like the direction this episode took, we cleared it with them first. Yeah, this was their idea and one other person. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Nordic Thunder, Mini D, and Toddle Waddle. Thank you guys Appreciate for you guys. Uh, for being chair peoples and messaging me when I upload empty files. Let's hope that doesn't happen this time. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Abby, AJ's Third Nut, Thomas, Dark Runner, D's Nuts, and Laura Robo. Thank you guys so much for uh, supporting us, even yeah. when we have and these little <laughs> bumps, hiccups. Thank you for trying to keep the lights on in the place. Yes. Thank you for doing everything you can to keep the lights on. <laughs> um, and as always, if you have any recommendations for anything, books, movies, TV shows, music, articles, show ideas, what the fuck ever, if you just need somebody to talk to you, by all means, reach out to us on Instagram at Points of Pressure or email us at P-P-D-N-A-J at gmail.com and we will catch you guys next Monday if the power is willing. Nice.